Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Sample Hour. I just want to say a special thank you to Percy Carey. Just what an awesome guy. Uh, this is probably the my most favorite podcast I've done so far. Always been a fan of his of his music. Was glad to find out so much more about him. I'm excited to have him again on the podcast. Check him out, MF Grimm. Uh Real quick, Percy dropped a lot of uh, places where you can get a hold of his media or just support him. Uh, number one, follow at Vendetta Vinyl. Well, number one, follow at Percy Carey. So that's at P is in Paul, E-R-C-Y-C-A-R-E-Y on Twitter. Um, also follow at Vendetta Vinyl, so V-E-N-D-E-T-T-A-V-I-N-Y-L. Uh, you can buy all of his albums at www.vendetta, so V-E-N-D-E-T-T-A, Vinyl, V-I-N-Y-L, Vietnam.com. You guys don't want to spell that stuff. Um, also... You can go to his, his main website, which will link you pretty much to everything, is www.daybydayent, uh, so shortforentertainment.com. Also check out www.arch-enemy.net. Another fair warning, um, the sound on this podcast, um, it kind of goes in and out, and that's mainly just because uh, we're still getting this whole Skype thing done. Uh I'm going to look to upgrade my internet connection as soon as my contract's out. Uh, Percy also said he wasn't in a very good area, but I'm going to take full responsibility because he's my guest. So that's my fault. And uh, But we'll get something figured out for the next podcast to make it sound a little bit better. But this one's pretty good. I'm editing it down so to make it a little bit crisper for you guys. Um, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Drew Sample. Follow at uh, Clever West and follow at The Sample Hour on Twitter. Please comment, rate, and review on our iTunes page. Yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys. Enjoy this podcast, and thank you very much. There's no other reason to do this, man. I mean, everybody can be the greatest MC in the world, or the baddest, or the toughest, but when you're capable of building and making something and helping the babies or family, that, that mean more. That mean more than platinum, mean more than Grammys. That, that's everything. That's everything. Elders knew I was a talented baby. Pick up some numbers and then they would pay me. Sesame Street for photos, they say cheese. Five years old, my friends all see me. How did he do it? Cause Percy's on TV. Snuff for love with his bird and Ernie. Five already, I make my own money. Being with show, days of summer. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. My move to Elm Street was not funny. Freddy Krueger place was shady. Tragedy changed me. No sleep, nightmares go crazy. Turn into Reaper and nothing can faze me. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Killing MCs and pushing up daisies. Life's a movie and I'm Scorsese. My painters and panels and enemies frame me. Family disown me, laugh and shame me. People trying to play me. Convicted drug dealers, what they name me. Out of prison, but still they don't free me. Praying to God that someone come save me. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Others called out there sleeping, but not me. Open fire, can't believe they got me. Legs not moving, leg paralyzed me. Gotta keep rolling, hope life surprised me. Hanging with brothers, thinking they homies. Finding out later these people are phony. Former disciples, I hear them say bad things. Informers of birds who love to sing. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Call me a murderer in paper, oh that stings. Police hunt deep cover, they set stings. Angel without wings. Wires worn, pretending they might strings. Liars born, front like they king. Scavengers look at them, looking around for something. Holding the cordless, connected to nothing. All the facade, they really just bluffing. Pushing uphill, I'm huffing and puffing. 
No longer hatred, I'm focused on loving. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Growing up knowing I was a talented baby. Arthur Ashe played tennis against me. Karis one passed microphone to me. Casey say hi, signed me to DC. Ron Wimbley, Brett Penn, and he drew me. Made history with first triple CD. Battle Supernat, they said he defeated me. Puffy was judge, I knew he would cheat me. Learn from lost, now no one can beat me. Freestyling, freestyling, listen, no, that's not me. Battle on wax is known, no one can see me. Life is hard when want you to be me. But life is beautiful, it's great to be me. Now I live happy. The love of my life, she finally got at me. Angel with wings, she came down and saved me. Talking to marriage and also having a baby. This song is dedicated to all the people who tried to break me. To play and fail. And as you sit back and listen to this song, wonder if I'm coming to get you. Don't worry about it. I'm not even going to touch you. I'm not even worth it. And as far as I'm concerned, Welcome to another episode of the Sample Hour. This is Drew Sample, or at Drew Sample. And I'm Jason, at No Susquehanna. And we have a very special guest here today, um, somebody who I've been a big fan of his music for, for quite a long time, uh, Mr. Percy Carey, also known as MF Grimm. How are you doing today, sir? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? We're doing very well. Great, great. Yeah. Today's a beautiful day. Absolutely. Absolutely. How's the weather out in... Uh, California, it's cold as balls out here in Ohio, that's for sure. Uh, you know what? Actually, it's been raining for a few days, but on and off, it's, you know, can't really complain. It, it, it rains, but then it's like, in this, well, actually, I was I was just saying that, you know, it, it's been raining here. But in between, you know, the sun comes out. It's like in the 60s, 70 degrees. So I, I can't complain. Very cool. Very cool. Well, yeah, so... We heard you on the pot on Freddie Lockhart's podcast, and uh, and it it was probably one of the best podcasts that I've ever heard. And I listen to a lot of different podcasts in between, like Joe Rogan's and just a lot of other like Pendulettes and a lot of different podcasts. But like I was always a fan of your music personally, but I had no idea like what you've encountered in your life and everything, or what what was in like what your background was. Um, so just to kind of shed light on my listeners who might not know who you are, um, you know, so what's your background? Like what got you started in like, I mean, you've done a lot of different things in between Sesame street, hip hop, uh, music and, and comic books, um, which I'm definitely, I ordered your, uh, your comic book today and I'm looking forward to reading it just, just to start out. Um, so you, you started out as a child on Sesame street and how did that all come about? Well, um, actually, a friend of my mother's and also a next-door neighbor, Morgan Freeman, they um, helped my mom get me on Sesame Street when I was about four, five years old. And I stayed on there for a few years. Let me know. Can you hear me? Absolutely, sir. Sounds great. Okay, okay. Okay, yeah, I was on there for a few years, maybe until I was about nine. I don't, I don't, I can't remember nine, ten, um, which was fun because, I, you know, it kept me out of school at the time. So that was great for me, awesome. but it was a it was it was a learning experience because I was handpicked I was I was handpicked by Jim Henson, and just having that time with Jim Henson being around him and him he he always told me I can do whatever I put my mind to, and just show me on the set the puppets and things to that nature. I um from an early age I I was um blessed to be around creative minds that develop you know, was shaping me to become creative, you know, although, you know, I kind of went off track, but, you know, in regards to being a creative, the possibilities or the potential to be a creative being, it was always there. I, I can't lie. Like I didn't have those opportunities. So, you know, it was great growing up. 
you know, Sesame Street at least. You know? Yeah. So like what kind of influence? So like just just a little bit more detail. So I think it's crazy that Morgan Freeman was your next door neighbor and uh, like just being able to spend some time with Jim Henson. So those two, would you see those two individuals probably influenced you the most like artistically and maybe creatively? Um, I would have to say Jim Henson. Like I didn't, I mean, back then Morgan Freeman was just uh, next door neighbor and I knew his daughter Morgana and when I was a kid, she was a kid, you know, he was, so he was, he was immortal then to me, you know, at that time at least. Yeah. So no, I didn't, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't um, value it the way I value it now because I didn't even really know what he did for a living. But Jim Henson, I was, I was always amazed because I would go to the set of Sensory Street um, and just watch this man make this, um, imaginary world come to life. And, you know, he was just a very kind man. So I have to say he was the, at the, he was definitely the first person who like influenced me. Um, I, I would say also Arthur Ashe, the tennis player, cause he was on Sesame street and, um, he had a long talk with me as a kid and gave me his tennis racket and taught me how to play tennis. And, you know, so it was like, there was a few people in my life at a young age that kind of helped develop me on the, anything that positive and creative that you could think of with my life. I, it had to come from them initially. That's pretty awesome. Um, so like when you were on the Muppets, uh, so you went from Sesame street, you end Sesame street. And then like, what happens? Mm -hmm. Like, so what happens then after that? Like, so what, uh, like what stuff, like what led you to kind of go through it? Like, like, get into the drug world um from being in like the entertainment world like did did it like a part of you ever want to pursue like pursue like a career in more like more child acting or anything like that well uh, well actually no um at the time I'm, i always wanted to be believe it or not like um I, after speaking with jim henson and going to school and all my friends being amazed that i was on television um, I, I always wanted to be a program director since I was like five, six years old, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, looking back, but because, you know, kids would always ask me, how do they know to put it on the, te on the air? They're like, how does it happen? So I would ask Jim Henson and things of that nature. And he would show me the cameras and the cable cords and, you know, teach me about time. And, and I, I just wanted to be a program. I was like, wow, that's like a lot of power and I could just put things on at a specific time of the day. Like how do, how do they know that at three o'clock you should put on Tom and Jerry, you know, or, or, or at eight o'clock happy days, you know, like, and I got more into it. And I always wanted to do that for like my entire life. Um, as I got a little older, you know, I strayed away from certain things, you know, I, I had positive role models in my life, but, temptation led me to decide to take other methods of, uh, you know, like, I think peer pressure is too easy to say, like, you know, hanging with the wrong crowd. You know, I, I chose to kind of do the things that I did. And it was just a learning experience for me. Some of us have to learn the hard way, unfortunately. And I was one of those young guys that thought I knew everything, thought I could handle everything, hide everything, and, and just, just, do as I please. And I had to learn the hard way that it doesn't always work that way. You know, sometimes you have to remain, I mean, no, excuse me. It's better to remain positive, obviously. Um, and I, you know, I, I went astray. I just like, you know, temptation. That's the only thing, only word that comes to mind, you know? That's interesting. Like, I think sometimes like, uh, I wasn't sure if maybe it was just a, I mean, I, th I think a lot of times, like, being out of, like, normal society is more tempting. Like, that, I think that's, like, the biggest temptation is, like, not having to answer to a boss or anything like that or, like, kind of developing your own world, in a sense, if that makes any sense at all. Um, it, it makes yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, to, to add on to what you're saying in regards to um, not have to answer anyone, yeah, it's kind of cool. But, you know, and... Um, Creating your own world, that, that's definitely what I wanted to do. It's like I took a demented version of Sesame Street and, and tried to, you know, try to make it into life. And, and it's, it wasn't the way to go, you know. It's just um, it's, it's kind of being lazy, you know, trying to find an easy way out. 
you know, not not saying that um not not saying that everything has to be about blood, sweat, and tears, in that sense. But it, it doesn't necessarily. Some, sometimes the easy way is not. I, I mean, it's obviously not the best way. You know, you can pay for it in the long run. I'm paying for it in the long run. So, um, if uh, just in case you know, just for those young ones who might happen to listen and think it's kind of cool, it's not really cool. Not saying that some will make it that way. And, you know, bless them, but not everyone. And I'm trying my best to keep young kids out of these chairs, wheelchairs and stuff like that. So, you know, I can speak freely about it. Can you fill us in for any of our listeners that don't know what happened, what you're talking about as to what happened with your personal situation with the uh, getting oh, well, actually, shot um, and all that? Yes, um, on two two different occasions, I was shot. I was shot when I was 16. I was shot three times. Um, then I was shot seven times when I was 23. And, you know, it was dealing with streets and, you know, drugs, drug sales and, and territory and just, just, just straight up just anger, violence and unnecessary way of living, you know. And it, it all just came to a head and, you know, what happened happened. And um, just had to learn to, you know, continue life and move on and try to um, better myself. I still made more mistakes, you know. I made a couple since then. Um, I was incarcerated afterwards. I had um, 15 years to life, got reduced to four years to life, did four years, got out. And um, honestly, never looked back since because um, a lot happened within those four years. You know, um, family members passed away. Um, and I felt, I felt like I shamed, I mean, I knew I shamed my family and there was no way for me to repay the ones who passed away, except from that point on, never, never look back, never make the same mistake twice and, 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 and um, try to be as a positive role model as possible. You know, I'm human, but at the same time, I have a responsibility to children. I'm aware of that. No, that's, that's awesome, man. I mean, it's, it's not. It's not awesome, like all the events that happened to you, but it's awesome that like you you still have such like a positive perspective and like you that you're taking your like your life experiences and just trying to use them for just positivity or to uplift and motivate and inspire people. Um, so with with just like with with music, so when you were when you were still selling drugs and everything like that, like what ultimately led you into getting into hip hop? And because uh, I remember the first time I ever like was exposed to you was the MFEP and then the, uh, the monster Island czars. Um, those are like the, the original, the escape from monster Island and MFEP were one of, like back, um, when I was in college, those are two of my favorite hip hop albums. Um, so like what, like when did you start to get into music and hip hop and everything like that? Um, I have to say like around when I was like 13, maybe 14, um, you know, my mother, she bought me turntables and microphone, things of that nature. My sisters, they were really big into hip hop. And, and that's how I was exposed to it. Also, I grew up in Manhattan. Um, I, the area that is well known and where I'm from is called Rocksteady Park. And so, you know, like I grew up around like some of, if not the greatest breakers in the world. I grew up around some of the greatest um, graph artists in the world. Um everyone you know like so i had to find out where i fit in because i wasn't i wasn't the best breaker in the world um graph i wasn't i wasn't good at all you know so i had to find out where i fit in and as an mc that's where i fit in i had the feel for the music and um you know i i, I was fortunate to be around like i said rocksteady and zulu and and um a a, a a a gentleman named he was a dj named louis lou who kind of took me under the wing and taught me everything about being a dj and emceeing and and it just it just gravitated to me and I, it stuck and i knew that's what i wanted to be ever since i was like about 13 14 years old there was no i wanted to do that except be a program director but i put that to the side because i was like nah i like this so um, it's been hip hop ever since, but it's you know I'm what an experience and still is you know I'm still learning I'm still I'm I'm trying to improve. 
Do you see the correlation between wanting to be a program director and then managing all the different facets of hip hop that you could have been a part of, like making your own records, all that sort of thing? Do you think it translated a little bit? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely right. It's it's actually it's 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 so much being a producer is being a producer, and and lear- learning what type of um. Like for instance, if I do a different type of um, what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I apologize. Um, I don't I don't know how many albums you ever heard of mine, but all my albums have like a a, a they're they're all totally different. Oh, like, like the themes, like the yeah, themes like of they your each albums have a different theme to it, and I I view that almost as a different type type of. Th- yeah. Yes, like the hunt for the gingerbread man. I got American hunger. I got. You know, you only live twice, and each one you can view it to a degree like a different television show. You know, it's like it's a totally different theme, totally different structure in regards to how I think, at least I think, the way I flow to it, different beeps, um, everything. It's like I, I try not to do the same thing twice, you know, and I see that the same as being a television programmer. You know, you got channel, you got your channels, whatever channels you're accustomed to, but channel two, channel four, channel five, channel seven, each one has a different, what, different hertz and frequency that goes off. And it's the same with music, you know, so I try to give off different frequencies from different albums. That's why I go by MF, which is mad flows, motherfucking grim, but it's also, <laughs> mo- mo- yeah, yeah, but it's, sorry about that. Oh, no, um, you're cool. It, it's also multiple frequencies. Because I, I I tap into different ones, so. Oh yeah, yeah, no problem too. You can say whatever you want on my podcast, like cussing or anything, but it's all up to, like, uh, I don't I don't censor anybody, Percy, so no worries. Um, oh, it's it's cool. Even if it if it's, I don't I don't look, I don't censorship to a degree doesn't. Everything has its place, you know what I mean. So it's okay. It's just that uh, I, you know, that's my name, so I just yeah. said it, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna just curse because you say it's okay to curse. So I, I'm gonna just you know, <laughs> act like I, I have Tourette's. You know, but... Um, no, that's awesome. Um, how did you come up with the name like, um, Mad Flows and, uh, um, uh, what did, what was the other one you said for? Some, I can't believe I just forgot it. Many frequencies. No, uh, well, Grim, yeah, many frequencies, Grim. Like, how did was that like people that you were working Multiple with? Multiple frequencies. Well, actually, they were given. Percy, you just broke up there. Yes. Okay, say it again. Yes, so can, they were given. Can you hear me? Yeah, absolutely. So they were given to you. Yes, like well, I mean, Grim, Grim Reaper was the name that I was given in the street by friends, and then it it also led into music because I was just battling MCs and I, it's like you battle me you're dead you know like it's like your, your career is gone after that so that's how it started it started in the streets as a street name and, and it kind of just led into music but as for MF yeah that that was actually Percy I just I just lost um, from um a group called Movement X, um, they kind of started calling me um, MF, like multiple. Sorry. Oh, no, Can you hear me now? Yeah, absolutely. Hello? I think it's just a lot. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, MF is, you know, I got that from like people in rap, like the group Movement X. Um, it was, let's see, Jay, who passed away. You know, just a couple people, they just started saying I just can flow different. I can flow to different things, different beats. Around to opera, jazz, country, it really doesn't matter. I can flow to it. Um, the biggest thing is that people, certain people think like, oh, he only flows one way, he can flow the same. It's not that, it's that I can control the beat. So it just sounds the same. But it doesn't matter the tempo, it doesn't matter. I can flow, I can run to anything. And that's like, certain people, they can go off for the top of the head forever. Certain people, they can, you know, a lot of, each of these have different powers. Certain ones, they just got great presence. Certain people got funny punchlines. I could just rhyme to anything. That's pretty you awesome. Know? No, I I agree just from, like, listening to your music as well. Um, Just, like, on the topic of hip-hop, like, do you consider yourself a rapper or a hip-hop artist? And what do you consider to be the difference between those two things and why? Um, hmm. 
Well, I when I hear rapper, I think I just I don't know for some reason. Um, I think about um, I I could be wrong. Don't don't you know if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. This is just my opinion. When I hear rapper, I think of that all of the words have to rhyme together, like cat, hat, sat, bat. You know, when I think hip hop artists I, or, or lyricists, I think that you it, it's someone who's going to try to fuse things that don't normally go together, and really don't really care if 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 it's found as failure because he's trying to advance. I think that's the difference between being a just a piano player. And being like um, Mozart or you know, something to that nature, if that makes sense. Absolutely. You know, it's like you you have to push the boundaries and become the benchmark or surpass the benchmark. And you can't do that unless you're willing to take some um, chances. It's like you're, you're trying to create and add on, you know. I always say this, and everyone always say, you know, I always talk about, you know, Bruce Lee, Wing Chun, man, it's like, it's the same thing. It's like he added on, whether one like it or not, you know, you, 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 it becomes an obligation, you know, your duty is to add on and, and make, advance something and not just sit back and um, um, just allow it to just remain idle, just, you know, so... Yeah, I think that's the difference. A rapper, to me, you know, everything everything has to rhyme, you know. But a lyricist, a lyricist will will will, will more so give give more about um, will, will just advance and just excel past just words that rhyme, you know. It you you can make you can have a, a song uh, that none of the words rhyme and still be a a hip hop song, you know. It's just how you approach it. Who are some of your favorite lyricists personally that you like to listen to? And then just overall in terms of hip hop history for some people that may not know that may want to look look into who they well, should listen to. OK, I, I honestly I don't at the moment I don't listen to anyone because I'm, I'm too busy trying to remain who I am. And I, I spend majority of my time focusing on my craft and I don't want outside influence. So I just don't listen to anyone. But I have to tell you who I grew up listening to, of course, and I I, I respect fully. Um, first and foremost, King Sun. His name is K I N G S U N. Um, he's I'll I'll name all the people who shaped my 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 um my styles and helped me come into the game. It's King Sun. I would say Lord Finesse, um, Large Professor, if you can hear me. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Cool G Rap. Um, let's see. KRS-One. KRS-One is the first person to call me to the mic, man. So I got to, you know, definitely him. Um, Just Ice. Um, let's see who else. Um, of course, Doom. I don't know if you, by MF Doom or Doom, but oh, back yeah. in the days of KMD. Okay. Yeah. And, um, Big fan of MF Doom. Curious. Let's see. I'll, I'll say the, those guys are people that you should listen to. And but if you really want to know about styles, um, I would go to this one artist who I when I first started, I would say Sir Ibu, and it's S I R I B U. And not too many people know about Sir Ibu. And Sir Ibu is one who kind of, when I was young. He improved my style, you know, him, King Sun. So I would check him out. Absolutely. I, he, he influenced a lot of MCs. I'm not going to say no names, but um, I let people decide on their own who, they, who he influenced. But he definitely influenced me. So That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. Like, that's 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 awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more about the oh, KRS-One cool. and what happened with that okay. with you? Oh, man. Well, okay. Well, KRS, I, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, Hello? absolutely. Hello? Absolutely, we can hear you. Okay, okay. Well, KRS, I used to see him when I was younger, and anytime I used to saw him, I used to always go up to him and just start rhyming. And he was like, "Yo," he always used to tell me, he was like, "Yo, you're a poet." He said, "You know that, right?" And uh, at the time, I didn't really understand it, but I was like, "Yeah, all right, whatever." You KRS, if you say it, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and he 
he he always told me he was like, yo, you should, you know, I want you down with me, man. So I I've been rolling with Chris for a long time, man. It's been like out of respect, and, and um, I was in this thing called the Battle for World Supremacy. And that was like in 1993, and it was against this artist named Supernatural, and I lost the battle. And afterwards, I don't know, um, oh, Chuck D, I'm sorry, I left Chuck D name out, I apologize about that, um, um, from Public Enemy. And, you know, between Chuck and Chris, man, they, you know, they told me, it's like, yo, you didn't lose, man. <laughs> you don't realize what you just did. But, and I, you know, I thanked them and stuff like that, but Chris, um, it was at Rocksteady Park, and he was at the mic, and it was um, my friend Frosty Freeze. He was um, he passed away, rest in peace. He's a member of the Rocksteady crew. And he brought me to the front, and KRS saw me, and he said, Grim Reaper, come to the mic. And it was, I had the opportunity to get on the mic. It was me, Laura Finesse, who was a dear friend of mine and definitely inspired me to become an MC, and KRS-One. How much better could it get? You know, and I got to rock in front of my home crowd, my first time on the mic. And I mean, it, it's something that, you know, will live with me forever. It's 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 on YouTube somewhere, just to let you know, but um, which is kind of dope. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll find it and tweet out the link. But so that's what that was about. And, you know, and, and, and to this day, man, you know, I come across Chris like I don't I don't want to make it like I see him all the time and we talk all the time. We should, but we don't. But we will. Um, but I, the last time I saw him, I was having dinner with my parents and, and and he, you know, he was there and he, he was like he told my he told my parents that I was one of the greatest MCs that he ever came across. And, and coming from who I consider one of the greatest MCs in period. Hey, man, you know, like what, what can you say? I, I felt like I was already validated. No. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what if somebody was like listening to this and they wanted to get into the hip hop industry or are um, starting to get involved in the hip hop industry now? Like, what advice do you have for them? Like, what 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 would you say to them to like maybe inspire them or to or or to improve themselves? Well, it, it depends also on their age. And what they're doing with their life, if they're young, if, I mean, when I say young, if you're if you're a teen, you're in school, you're in junior high school, or high school, don't think about leaving school just to become an MC. Stick with stick stick and stick stick with school. Excuse me. Get your education. That you're gonna need that to fall back on, regardless if you're MC or not. It's gonna come into play with being an MC in multiple different ways. Um, and, and and you gotta know how to read a contract. Um, you got to know math to, to add and subtract your money. So it, it really does matter. Stick, stick with school. Um, I would say don't, don't study too much on the visual. Like I think, um, I was talking about this with, with, um, dress on monumental, who's a producer and he's like my, um, he's my, he's like my, um, business partner in regards to, um, music. He, um, we were talking about, I, I saw a big change in music when they had like, you know, Rap City and um, BT, the um, the booth. Like, I think most young people started getting more into the way someone like, I, I'll have to say some names, just, you know, like Lil Wayne or Nas or Jay-Z or, or, or you name them, the way they hold their hand, the way they um, stand at the microphone instead of really focusing on their lyrics and the way they um deliver and and how to how how to um how 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 to um take it to the next level basically in regards to that so i i noticed that most most young people are more involved in the visual aspect of being an mc than than the all the the um audio side and learning how to become an MC. So I, I would say turn the TV off um, and listen more to not just rap, but other forms of music and, and um, create your own style. Don't, don't, don't just become someone else. We don't, we don't, we don't need another MF Grimm. We got MF Grimm. We don't need another Nas. We don't need another Jay-Z. We don't need another, another Wayne. We need whoever you are. Step up, bring it to the next level, make your name known, you know, and, and um, 
and I have to say, if you're older than that, and and you know, you I mean, whether it be your parents or or your 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 girlfriend or your fiance or or your wife or or or, or your kids, it, it don't matter your age. If you know deep in your heart you have what it takes, don't give up on it. Um, I mean, priorities are priorities. Don't get me wrong. You know, don't quit your job just to um, decide you want to get on 106 and Park and be on Freestyle Fridays or something or whatever's going on. You know, keep keep your day job, but at the same time, work on your craft. It's the same as anything else. Um, and believe, because certain certain people will tell you that you don't have talent. But if you believe that, then it's true. But if you don't believe and you keep going, you know, you never know. Look, I'm on the phone. We're doing this interview, man. I, I've been told I, you know, I would never make it. I was told that as a kid, you know, but I just kept at it because I believed in myself, you know. So I, I would say, you know, if you strong, if you feel real strong about yourself, no matter what anyone say, don't stop. That's the key because once you stop, it, it, it can't happen. But if you continue, it, you always have a, you always have an opportunity. It's always a chance that you can um, dream come true. You guys are there. Yeah. 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 Sorry, okay, I was cutting okay. out there a little bit. No, that was yeah, that was sorry. awesome. I didn't. No, no, no. You're fine. I didn't want to interrupt you. You're on a roll. That was, that was some awesome stuff you just said. You gotta... Well, it's 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 just the truth, man. I mean, I mean, I'm sure your listeners, um, the majority of your listeners, man. I'm sure well, no matter what they decide, because not everybody wants to be in hip hop. Not everybody wants to be an MC. Certain people want to be a producer. Certain people wants to be. You you might want to be a DJ. You might want to be a lawyer. You might want to be a doctor. It doesn't matter. If you believe and you, you remain focused and you study your craft, no matter what anyone else say, you can get it done. It doesn't matter what it is. You, I mean, UFC fighter, whatever you could think of, school teacher, anything. That's powerful advice. Thanks for laying that down for everybody. I mean, that's – I also wanted to plug the – what's good with Freddie Lockhart episode you did because that had a, a lot of content also that was that I took as very very strong advice and very good stuff so thank you for that episode and thank you for joining us here and you know sharing some of these experiences and thoughts with everybody yeah um oh keep uh, I still have uh I still want to talk to you though <laughs> sure sure I'm here I'm all I'm all yours okay cool um one thing I like, I'm a big comic book fan as well. And you, you touched a little bit on, uh, in, uh, Freddie Lockhart's podcast. Like, so like what, were you always interested in comic books or like how, like, I, I just think it's so cool that you wrote, you, you wrote your, for people that don't know, you wrote your life story in a graphic novel. And I just think that's like, it's, it's so amazing. Um, and it's so, it's so creative and it's just so original and it, and it's just kind of like just what you said, like being in a different frequency and it's like being a, a program director for your life that you continue to like, like you did very like original things in hip hop. And now it's like you're it's like you're changing media forms and now it's another it's just another creative way to express yourself. Um, so what ultimately led you to like being able to write out a story and then get it illustrated and everything else like that? Well, um, first and foremost, I have to say my mom, my mother, she kind of like um, directed me toward that um, path. What she, that's something that she always wanted me to do is just get more involved as a writer. So I have to say she was the biggest influence when it came to, you know, writing. But I have to say also um, when it comes to comic books, OK, I grew up, I always loved um, DC Comics, Superman, Batman, you know, the works with that. But mostly Batman, Superman. Marvel, Iron Man, I, will, I always loved Iron Man, and the Hulk. That's it. All right? But I, I won't make it like I was such a big fan where I was running to the comic book store every week buying comics. That's not true. Um, I've always, like we said in the past, Jim Henson always told me I could be creative. And I always knew that I could be creative in regards to um, comics or things to that nature. But... I have to say that I got serious when I um, came in contact with a gentleman named Casey Sejas, who's no longer with DC Comics, but at the time he was. And it was his idea to um, 
for me to go in a uh, graphic novel form format. Um, and I know that word graphic novel is um, up up in the air because certain people just see it as a biography, you know, autobiography, whatever, memoirs. But um, in regards to Casey, um, I, I approached him because I wanted to write for Superman and Batman, <laughs> like <laughs> saying before. And he was like, uh, you ever thought about writing about yourself? And I'm like, eh, like that's boring. Man. I want to write about Superman. And he was like, mm-hmm. how about this? Think about writing something about yourself, and I'll I'll see about if you can write for our signature characters. So cool. I really like. I literally I wrote sentences in like 24 hours. I wrote everything out, but to develop it, it took about six months, like to go into great details of everything, right? Um, Paul Levitz, who was president and publisher of DC, and Karen Berger, who at the moment is still head of Vertical DC Comics, they also walked me through it as well. They, they helped me out and taught me, you know, different structures and things to read, how, how to actually, you know, get into comics, write comics. Because like you said, it's a different format from music. But... Um, so I have to say that's how I got into it, and and um I I fell in love with the medium, you know I got to meet great writers and get more more feedback and um the comic it was nominated for awards like um Time Magazine top ten, I think it was 2007 and no excuse me 2008, CNN it was like number two, and top you know top graphic novel of the year 2008 2000 yeah something like that but you name it from variety to uh, you name it la times new york times it, it was everywhere and to have that opportunity i mean what what is it to say man it, 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 it was just great and it led me to um a different life a different um a totally different life you know i was called out here uh, an agency called caa they contacted Contacted me, Mr. John Levin, and he was he loved me, and I I'm hooked up with him, and came out to CAA and wanted to break in as a as a writer, and it it, it led to film and television and other opportunities that I'm involved in now. So the medium it just keeps growing, and I'm learning how to um how to um create a hybrid like intertwine music, comics, film, television, all the mediums i'm learning how to um hi- create a hybrid to a degree like it, it, it feels good to be able to switch mediums like like you say like look man i went from jim henson to to arthur ash to krs1 to cool g rap um to brian k vaughn to to being around day um i mean look like from jj abrams to you name them so it, it's to the point where I mean, I'm a, I'm a Star Wars man. I'm a Star Trek man. I'm 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 around Robert Downey Jr. I'm a, it's it's like you know, I got a I got a good life, man. It's great, you know. What win or lose, struggle or not, it's, I'm still doing exactly what I want. Um, I'm head of a company called Arch Enemy Entertainment, working with like Shane West, Nikita, and great showrunners. I'm I'm learning so much, man that I'm learning that my, my future is, I mean, the potential is, there's no limit to what I'm capable of doing. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's really awesome, man. I think it, it, it's what to me, like just, just from the whole point of you saying you're a program director and it just like, to me, it really just ties into your life. I mean, like you're like this, you're like a program director in your life. Like you're creating, you're, you're pursuing and creating. Can you still hear me? Percy? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, like I was saying, like, yes, now I can hear you. Yes, okay. I can hear you now. Okay, cool. Um, so it's just like, uh, like you're just a program director in your life, like just with just the way you've approached it, like you haven't let anything like get you down like permanently and you just keep going and going and going. And it's just like, you're, you're, you're paying attention and creating more opportunities for yourself. And, uh, I just think that's awesome. Thank you. I, I mean, I appreciate it. I always I'm always reminded that um, no matter what was the circumstance, there's so many people who are no longer alive that would love the opportunity that I have. 
you know. So who am I to just sit back and and, and feel so feel feel pity for myself or or angry about the way my life is, you know? I, it's my it's it's my duty to move forward and try try to show that no matter what the situation is, is that we're here to observe, um, absorb, and also radiate, you know. And I choose to radiate positivity from this point on, you know, and that's, I'm doing my best to do it at least, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. Um, so what, what kind of, uh, music, like what all do you do now? Like you have your arch enemy entertainment or do you do motivational speaking as well? I see like on your Skype picture, it's you talking to a, looks like an auditorium filled with kids. Yeah. Well, actually, um, I, I, motivational speaking. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I just view it as me. They, they're, they're actually um, my support group. It's like I go there and I, I go tell kids who um, possible, like, for instance, that was in Chicago. And it was like, and, and in Chicago, as you know, it's a lot of gang activity and to that nature. And I just wanted these young, these young, young people to know that I, I, I care about them. I love them. So I went out there and, and they treated me, they treated me so well. I, I think they just, um, I went out to support them, but really they supported me, you know, just to see, to be in the auditorium. It's like 300 young, young kids, young, I mean, children. Um, some of them were in gangs, you know, gang related and things of that nature. But after I left, I think it was like 25, 30 of them denounced their gang activity. And, and to know that, to come there, and to be able to speak with with some children and to change their lives in that amount of time, yeah, it, it felt it felt great, man. And, and um, I look forward to doing more. I, I adopt schools, like whether it be in Chicago, in New York. I've worked with the Board of Education. I've I've also worked with the Ford Foundation. Uh, I've done several things when it comes to um talking to children, you know, I like, I'm, I talk to kids in, in, who's incarcerated, um, just anything, just to give them the, the, the perspective from a knucklehead. I'm a knucklehead. I was a knucklehead. So, you know, sometimes, you know, it's great. I love when people can go there and they, you know, their life is flawless and they like, look at me, if you just stick, if you just stay on the right path, you could be just like me. But it's, sometimes it's hard. There's, that works for the majority. But then you've got this small amount of the small group that they, they, you know, they're, they're bound to get their ass kicked, you know, and those are the ones that I really reach out to because I know it's like to, you know, be hard headed and have to get his ass whooped, you know? So, um, I talk to them and, you know, I, I express to them about this chair, you know, and, and changing not just my life, but my family's life. I'm not the only one who suffered friends, family, they all suffered with me. So it's a great feeling to go talk to children and change their lives for the better. And, you know, since they started their own book program. A lot of a lot of the young kids, they want to be writers. They want to be want to be um, actors. And it's, it's just nice to talk to children because you never know who you're going to influence. So I, one of them, hey, you never know. I might need a job 20 years from now. One <laughs> of these kids might hire me. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, know, you never know. If anyone out here listening is interested in contacting you or your uh, management company about having you speak or be involved with any of these other schools, where can they contact you for that at? Well, okay. I mean, me directly, or oh, I'm with CAA. That, okay. That's um, Creative Artist Agency. You know, my agent name is John Levin. Um, but, but you can always contact me directly. I don't, I, I don't hide. Um, as you know, you know, yeah. it, it's, I mean, I would say Twitter, um, at Percy Carey, P E R C Y C A R E Y. And also, um, arch enemy, it, um, entertainment, which is, is arch dash enemy dot net. Um, N E T. You can always contact me one way or the other. It's no problem because sometimes if you go through the other way, you know, it's a lot of red tape and take long. Sometimes kids don't have, you might, I mean, you know, emergency is emergency. It's, it's interesting, man, because I, I talk to kids 
who inter- who's thinking about taking their lives. I've talked I've talked to people who's, who who have multiple um, voices in their heads. I, I I talked to everyone and tried my best to help, you know. And and if if it comes to that point and, and you're listening right now and you and you you don't feel good about something you want to talk to me, man, hit me on Twitter. I'll do my best. I I, I never turn anyone down. That's awesome, man. That you. I know what it's, what uh like what makes you want to be like what kind of made you want to be so available to everybody because a lot of people try to like it's not that they they try to like protect themselves but i i think like like you're just so giving with and so forward with like positive energy i'm like do you think the biggest influence is just you know reminder every day that you know you're here for a reason um yes i have to say that with that that's instilled in me as well also, the fact that I know what it's like. I know what it's like for people to turn their back on you. I know what it's like for people not to take you serious or, or just sometimes you just want someone to listen to you. You know, it's not people don't really ask for much, you know, when it comes to that. If you, I mean, yeah, OK, sometimes you, ju- you just don't have the time. It makes sense. But I mean, there, there's people we're, we're all connected one way or the other. Okay, we're all we're all electrical beings. We're all connected, whether we want to be or not, and and we're supposed to help each other. Uh, It's plain and simple. Um, I I find it funny because you know, like for instance, in hip hop, you know, people could sell millions and millions and millions of records, which I've never done. But you know, it's okay for 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 someone to take your ten dollars to buy your record. But when you when you want to ask them, you know, just say hi to them or take a picture with them or autograph, you know, they shut down on you, you know. And it's like, like I, that one, that's not cool. Two, we're all on this planet together, sharing it. And I know what it's like. I know what it feels like. And, and I don't, I don't. That's one person I don't want to. I guess it's selfish reasons too. It's that's someone I don't want to be. I don't want to. When I leave this planet, I don't want to be known as oh he ain't, he never had time for me. You know, like, nah, it's, it, it, I, we're, we're both humans, we're beings, we, and I, I view we're equals, and we'll, you know, and yeah. you, you, have, you have the right to speak with me, you know, and, and you, under certain circumstances, you understand, like, come on, this is, you have the right, you have a right, so, yeah, I ab- like helping people. Absolutely, absolutely, um, so how can, so what's the best way, uh, for people to like, you have more music projects coming out. Um, are you guys? One question I had, just for my personal interest, I was reading um, on uh, Wikipedia that like uh, you're doing another, um, are you, like the the czars of Monster Island, um, or the Monster Island czar. So I always get the two confused. Are you guys yeah. coming out with another album? No, actually, right now MIC has been put on hold. Um, the person in charge of MIC name is Infinite Evil. And we had a lot of changes within MIC in regards to um, members, loyalty, dedication, things to that nature. So we're still restructuring it. I, definitely, we will have one. But it, I mean, I view it like the same way. If it was a, a basketball team, whether it be the Lakers or the or the the Yankees or the Orioles, okay, or or or, or Cleveland, or you 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 name them. Um, we're all members. It's more of like a team project. Yeah. So it's so that to you is. But every. I'll keep going. Everyone, everyone is replaceable. That's what I mean. Like you know, um, you can't play third base forever. We're gonna have to get a new member. You know, a new, a new, a new third baseman, and that's what we're focused on. We're getting new members. We're, we're. It's you know, my nephew might be a member. Um, he's an MC as well, so we're we're just going through a lot of changes as as a as a um, team. That's pretty cool. Um, what so like how so if people want to buy your albums and uh, buy uh, get get your the graphic novel or support you, can they get everything at Arch Enemy Entertainment or are there different different places to get different things? Um, yeah, actually, um, I'm just president of Arch Enemy, but in regards to music, I would go to, um, um, Vendetta Vinyl, um, um, Vendetta Vinyl, 
And let's see. Outside of that, I would say iTunes, um, Amazon, Amazon, I guess it's Amazon. Um, let's see, Spotify. I, well, am, iTunes. I'm in 119 countries. If you want to hear my music in your Xbox, Xbox Music, it goes out to 40 million um, subscribers. So I know my, my music is available. I know it's on, um, what is it, Pandora. So there's different ways that you can just check me out. You know, I mean, yeah, it's great, you know, to have so much access. But I I would say the easiest way is um, Vendetta Vinyl. Um, It's Vendetta Vinyl Records and also iTunes. Can people still get, like, vinyls of your records at Vendetta Vinyl? Like, do they? Yes, at Vendetta. Cool. Cool. Okay. I didn't know if it was just a clever name. Yes. But they so they still sell vinyls. That's pretty awesome. Um, and then for Wait, I'm I'm sorry, I broke up. Oh, so they st- they still sell vinyls. I think that's pretty yes, awesome. They have, that those are coming back. They have like all my rare vinyl. That's very cool. Yeah, I have I have I have rare vinyl, which is crazy. Like certain vinyls going for like three four hundred dollars and things to that nature, which is ridiculous to me. It's like amazing to you know like first first um, prints things to that nature, rares, and Vendetta has it all. So. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, I think you you have a pretty big following. I think in a lot of ind- independent hip hop. Um, I know. Uh, I think undergroundhiphop.com has some of your stuff as well. Um, I think that's where I look to find like buy like a T-shirt or merchandise. Um, do you sell like? Uh, do you have like a website that um, has like T-shirts or anything like that, just so people can support you? Well, actually, um, Vendetta is okay. Um, creating um t-shirts now I have t-shirts and for those who don't know you can also check me out at daybydayent.com that's my thing day by day entertainment i didn't say that but you can check me there if you're ever looking for me um but yeah vendetta's gonna you know they're taking care of all that like shirts you know things that i will overlook and i'm like yeah i don't care you know <laughs> who wants to wear mf grim shirt but but uh, surprisingly, there's few people that wouldn't mind wearing an MF Green shirt. So I think that's cool, and I have I'm obligated to you know supply that demand. So I will. That's that's cool. Yeah, I was say we'll take a couple over here as soon as they're out. Post that link on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. No problem, man. You guys, I really see that's one thing. Like we talk about Twitter. These are the times that Twitter means something. You know, I met I met some great people through Twitter. I met Freddie through Twitter. You know, you guys. You know, you you look online and people just talk bad about social networks and things of that nature. Yeah, okay. You know, um, like I I didn't I didn't I don't always type oh I had spaghetti today. You know, <laughs> just leave that. You, you 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 use it for it's a tool. It's a tool to for social networking. We're networking. We we get to know each other and we can influence others. Not just to buy buy product, but just in regards to um um self improvement. You know, or or you, you never know. I can listen to your show and there's somebody that can help me get through today for tomorrow. So. Yeah, Twitter serves a purpose, man. It's, it's pretty cool. I always said that Twitter is like the the best friend service, like for online instead of like online dating, but meeting online friends. <laughs> like Twitter's been yeah, like really that, cool for that's, us that, too. That's good. <laughs> like that's uh, I think Twitter's awesome. Uh, and I, I think the yeah. biggest thing is people just don't know how to use it. Like just like what you were saying, like it's like there's so many different aspects. Like we were talking today, it's like a. We like it because it's like an involved AOL instant messenger in a sense. Like it's it's really simple, and I think people overlook it because of its simplicity. True, I, I I'm in agreement. I mean, like the majority, I gotta say, like nine. Well, I, I don't have no facts, but 99% of Twitter is great. You know, you got one percent. There's a bunch of weirdos, but that's in anything. You could walk outside and meet a weirdo, you know. <laughs> so, um. But you're you're right. It's, it's, I think if people really lock into it and learn how to really use it, it could be really beneficial for them. Yeah, very cool. Um, well, I tell you what, uh, Percy, we would we're almost at an hour. We try to keep this at about an hour. Um, I'd love to have you on okay. again. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll work something out so maybe I can talk to you on your cell phone. 
and I'll figure out how to record that just so we don't have the delay. <laughs> yeah, but we definitely I, have a lot. Hey, you know what? Next, no, you. no, next time I'll go somewhere where where reception is much better. This being that this was you know kind of spurt. Um, that's what I'll, I'll I think it is. But we'll try this again. Okay. You know, if it don't if it doesn't work, then we'll switch over to the phone. You know. Okay. Cool. Cool. You know, yeah. Maybe we could. Maybe we could do video or something next or something. Who yeah, knows? yeah, knows. absolutely, absolutely. We're kind of just starting up here and trying to get our technology sorted out. So we'll try okay. a couple different options and see if we can't land on something that works for everybody. Yeah. The biggest thing with the video so, now is uh, my internet where I live, It's not it doesn't have like very good upload speeds. So the video tends to take out a lot of the audio quality. So that's, that's, the, yes. that's the only thing. Um, oh, that, it makes sense. We're trying to work through that right now. So hopefully within our next few episodes, we'll be able to have all this tech stuff sorted out all the way. Yeah. Sounds good, man. Yeah, but um, – oh, keep going. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm listening. Sorry. Oh, no, no, you're fine. We were just going to say we have we have a ton more questions. I mean I'd love – I mean we could probably do a whole episode about you getting yourself out of a life sentence in jail, um, which is just incredible – and that's a whole other can of worms. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you so much for, uh, you know, responding and, and just, um, it's been, it's been an awesome conversation today and I just appreciate everything that you've shared. Yeah. Thank you very much for taking Man, the well, today, well, once so. again, thank you, um, to touch on about the, about the life sentence. I did have help and we'll just, we'll talk about that. And also thank you. Thank you you for having me in mind. I really appreciate it. Um, I mean, you could have did anything with your day. You chose to speak about my, speak with me, ask me questions and it's equally appreciated. Awesome. Awesome. Well, follow everybody, follow Percy Carey on Twitter. It's at Percy Carey, um, buy his CDs, buy his, or buy his vinyls, buy his, uh, graphic novel. Um, probably the best place to get that's on Amazon. We'll try and link it in the profile for this. Yeah, I'll uh, link it in the pro. I'll that, put multiple. Links. That'll be cool. Um, do you, is the best place to get but, that on Amazon for the graphic novel? Um, I I have to say that or contact you. You know what? Support your local um, comic book store. Ask them. They they'll either have it or they can order it for you too. Awesome. You know. Awesome. So. Awesome, sir. But um, and but but listen, for anyone listening, man, it's not about my product. So if you can't go get it, man, just go outside, walk outside, see somebody if they're homeless, go feed them. You know, it, it, life life is kind of crazy, man. So we need to help each other. So just doing something like that, don't worry. You know, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> no problem, man. It's that's who you are. All right, sir. Well, I really appreciate it, and you make it a great day, okay? You too. Thank you. You fellas are great. Thank Thank you. you. All right, talk to you soon, Percy. All right, bye. Peace. What's up on the sofa? My soul burns like sofa. Slept on like a sofa. Visualize future. I squint and see so far. I wish my belly was so full. Then life would be so fine. Right now, I'm so hungry, beautiful struggle, I'd rather be ugly. I'm so famished, physically about to vanish, exile, been banished. Fabricated glamour, part of showbiz, be noble like Gillen, just tell it like it is. Be the voice for those who don't have one. Gravity, rise to the top, master elevation. Good morning, Vietnam. Good night, enemies. Good looking out to anyone who is a friend to me. Taught me lessons, blessings you sent to me. Your wisdom, I heard it. Megahertz energy, I converted it. Use it as energy. Close look at death when live on the battlefield. Dead bodies all around, gunshots fired real. Families could never ever heal. Love.
loved ones gone, we can't bring them back. We celebrate their lives, but we stay on track. Life goes on, and that is a fact. Can't give up, not the way to react. Just give back, live right in the act. But stay on point, cause we're under attack. In a perfect world, imperfection is perfection. Humans are unique, but still seek correction. Like particles matter, we're just projections. Blessed be the journey, no matter what direction. Beware manipulation of natural selection. Shit is real.